Hello and welcome or welcome back to another week of And In Other News, the podcast where we aim to bring you the lighter side of the news. I'm Ellie. And I'm Daisy. (laughs) And this week we'll be bringing you a couple of stories, one that's going to make you think, one that will warm your heart and one that is a little bit weird and wacky. So without further ado, should we get started? Let's go for it. So the first story is intended to make you think. It's certainly made us think. And it's about Netflix has become a very popular household name now. But is it getting less popular? So Netflix has had the lowest number of winter sign-ups since 2017, which is Seriously? actually saying quite a lot. Yeah, it's saying quite a lot, bearing in mind that it's really, really taken off in the last year or so. So, for example, last year they had 200 million subscribers yeah. using the service. So they're still getting new subscribers just at a much slower rate than Do you they think that's because everyone's already subscribed? <laughs> yeah, honestly, they're just running out of people to get new subscriptions. But no, apparently it's to do with lockdown easing, um, which which, you know, sense. completely makes sense. The sports are coming back, cinemas, mm. beer gardens, warm weather. And so no one wants to stay inside and binge watch series anymore. But that's wild because I feel like in the past year or so, especially in the past few months, I've noticed so many more things coming out that are like Netflix owned or Netflix created. Okay. And so it's really surprised me that their figures have gone down because certain things you're only going to be able to see on Netflix. Yeah, well, in the article in question, they said about how the next Jumanji film and the next Spider-Man film are both, once they're out of cinemas, going to be like going first to Netflix. Okay. Which is kind of quite a big deal in terms of usually they'd go to like Sky first Mm. or like places where you can buy and rent them. It's kind of become a bit of, I know you've got all of the other ones, like what have you got, like Now TV, Prime Video, Apple TV, all yeah, of that. But I don't think any of them come close, do they really? No, no. Those are ones that you have to sort of ask around and be like, um, does anyone have a login for this <laughs> rogue streaming site? But like everyone has Netflix. Yeah, Already. or everyone has somebody else's Netflix password. Yes, that too, that too. I had a total dilemma with mine because my parents have put it on Kids Lock until a few months ago. And so I had to watch all of it on my mum's, but we'd be watching the same thing. So I was constantly getting super confused with where I was at in different series because she'd like steam ahead. Whereas I'm a child that can only watch about 15 minutes of telly before I'm like, oh, what's next? So Did you just refer to yourself as a child? I'm absolutely a child. When it comes to watching TV, I have no attention span. I have to be put down in front of the TV with something else to do while I watch it as well. Mm, yeah, no, I hear that. I hear that. Are you watching anything good at the moment? I'm watching things. None of them I would say are good. So at the moment I'm watching The Bold Type, which I'm fully obsessed with. Yeah, it's really bad, but really great. Really (laughs) addictive. Very Emily in Paris vibes. Oh, I never saw that. Well, I always say I hate to admit that I love it, but I don't because I'm admitting it to absolutely everybody. So (laughs) that's where I'm at. What about you? You have much better taste than me with stuff like this. Um... Well, I'm so bad at watching things. Mine's not necessarily that I have a bad attention span. It's just that I never, like, sit down and, like, will watch back-to-back episodes. But, Mm. so I've been watching Gilmore Girls, (gasps) but I've been literally watching it now for about five months and I'm still yeah. like in season three yeah you're gonna be so years. super slow yeah but now in the last like week I've 
been watching loads of back-to-back episodes and I'm going to finish it soon because I've become super, super hooked. It's so lush, Gilmore Girls, because you can always have it on in the background because it's lovely mm. and wonderful and I adore it, but not that much actually happens. <gasps> Take that back. No, I'm so engrossed. I will literally, like, if someone messages me, I will pause it. Reply. <laughs> That's when you know. Up. Yeah, literally, I'm really paying attention. I don't want to miss any. any... Um, back to the article. <laughs> they were talking about Bridgerton, which was obviously a big lockdown watch. Mm. And apparently, 83 million households watched Bridgerton. Wow. Which is crazy. And I feel kind of sad that I'm not one of them. Do you think? Now that lockdown is easing, there will ever be that community around TV again. Well, this is the thing. Like, I was like, because I saw British and I was like, oh my God, that's such a blast from the lockdown past. And it made me think of the other ones when everyone was talking about Tiger King and everyone was watching Queen's Gambit and Too Hot to Handle. And it was just giving past lockdown vibes. Because um, like... Everyone was just talking about it. Yeah, I would never have watched Bridgerton if we weren't in lockdown. No way. Mm. But because we had literally nothing else to do, I was like, well, everyone's talking about it, so I might as well. Yeah. But then I yeah. guess we used to have the X Factor final used to be such exactly. a big thing. And things like, all like Bake Off, people still come together on Twitter. Yeah, and true. And I'm a Celebrity, Big Brother, things like that. People mm. still very much do have that community and the water cooler effect. But it was, I think, taken up to definitely a new level with Netflix. I think it's lockdown. nice as well because it's given rise to a lot of unknown, really, really talented people. That's so true. A lot of times I'll watch a Netflix own thing and I'll be like, I don't really know who anybody in this is. <laughs> but they're all fantastic. They're really well made. Yeah. But then also it's wild to think that when cinemas open, a load of stuff that's made for Netflix just won't come out in cinemas. Yeah, very wild. Maybe I'll have to branch out. Another thing in the article is that apparently there is a massive pent up demand for the cinema people have come to the conclusion whereas maybe they hadn't before lockdown where they had the choice of netflix or cinema people were still like just choosing netflix anyway but then now that they've had the cinema taken away from them they're like oh my god can't be back i know it's a heart very fonder situation people are sick of their own homes and missing that pick and mix yes and some more popcorn but to be fair there is something about going to the cinema when I watch films at home, I'll have to actively put my phone away. Whereas in the cinema, it's not even something I consider doing. Like yeah. it is proper oh, escapism. Going somewhere yeah, different with that I mean, massive screen. Yeah, that's very true. I love the cinema. I've got a collection of cinema tickets because I'm sad. But Aww. I, it was one of my favourite things to do. And I'm excited to get back. Yeah. And when you come out and it's all dark outside. Oh, love that vibe. No, the worst is when you come out and it's not dark outside. Yeah. It's that's like an afternoon showing and you're like, really disoriented yeah genuinely (laughs) what do you think will happen with netflix then do you think it will keep going down Uh, no i don't i still think because it is still like they are still getting new subscribers i think they'll maybe never get as many as they did last year unless we have another pandemic god touch wood but i think they will still each year get new subscribers and they won't Mm -hmm. lose subscribers no until like you say they've just run out of people and then they can't get new subscribers because everyone is subscribed and in other news this story comes all the way from krakow in poland and it's about a wild animal that got stuck in a tree now i was sent this story by my friend lucy who said ellie this story is completely up your street and to be fair she's not wrong 
Because when I saw this photo of this animal in a tree, it did take me a while. And I was like, what is that? Is it some kind of massive caterpillar? Like, what's going on? So basically, this woman called uh, animal welfare officers out and said, nobody's opening their windows. People are scared to leave their houses. There's this wild animal stuck in a tree. Please, can you come and get it down? I think it's an iguana. I'm not too sure. She was really panicking. And so they sent out a team. And it turned out to be a croissant. (laughs) A croissant. Croissant. It's just iconic. You can't write this. You can't Mm-mm. write this stuff. Now, I know this is a bit of a stretch for warmed your heart, but what I thought was really sweet about the story was the animal rescue team, who yeah. basically their statement involved saying, it's difficult to help something when the sight of it almost knocks us off our feet with an attack of laughter. The iguana turned out to be a croissant. And then just to specify, they said, a croissant made of puff pastry. Thank you. <laughs> But when you see the photo, it could be an animal, couldn't it? Yeah, I love the specificity of iguana as well. Yeah, I don't know what an iguana looks like, do you? It's just like a lizard, isn't it? Oh, oh. I feel like when you picture a lizard, you picture an iguana. Mm. Like if you're picturing like a medium-sized lizard. A substantial lizard. A substantial, yeah, not like a little gecko or something. Apparently when they got the call, they thought it was unlikely because a reptile would struggle to survive the current temperatures in Poland. But they thought it might have been an unwanted pet released by its owners. But then I'm thinking, what are you like living on a top floor, throwing a cat down into the tree that got like... Directly into the tree. Goodbye, Freddy, it was a fun time. Like, no. <laughs> no. But apparently it had just probably been thrown out the window to feed the birds because it was stale and then got lodged in there. Yeah, it was probably definitely, yeah, stale by the time they found it. Was it... How do they know it was stale when it was thrown? Well, if not, that's a waste of a good croissant because yeah. birds would eat anything. Also, why are you throwing a whole croissant of a bird? Yeah, it's quite a hefty meal. Quite hefty. And I swear you're not meant to feed birds in parks anymore because didn't birds keep choking on bread or something? Yeah, I think you're not supposed to feed birds bread at all. Or maybe it's just ducks. I think I heard this from my little sister on TikTok, but what I read is that it makes them explode. Okay. I don't know the validity of that, so I don't want to be out here spreading fake news, but I think it is true to an extent that you're not supposed to feed bread's bird bird's bread bread's bread <laughs> i didn't know if i was just told that by my parents because they were sick of me asking for bread for the birds or if it was a legitimate concern but either yeah. way croissant is a bit too bougie it is for a pigeon a little pigeon well we don't know what bougie birds they've got in poland this is true yeah they gotta have their morning pastries their high maintenance yes yes Maybe they were given like a bread end and they were like, take this back. I'm not having this. (laughs) Or maybe that's why it got left uneaten because maybe it was stale and the birds were like, trying to feed us stale. Mm. Do you know who I think this is behind this? It's the same person off last week's episode that was smearing the cheese. cheese. I think they've taken it a step further and they're just going around leaving croissants in trees to go (laughs) and. They've gone international. They've gone. They've gone global, Mr. Worldwide. (laughs) And now they're just leaving random pastries in trees just to really, just to really uh, spook some people out. The same kind of energy, though, isn't it? Mm. Like I think maybe someone was just playing croissant frisbee. Honestly, I could speculate about this all day. Genuinely. And in other news, in other strange and exciting news, this one's probably not escaped anyone's attention this week, to be honest. We just want to talk about it. It's the Colin V. Cuthbert news. Oh, yeah. And I personally have found this whole thing quite bizarre so i love following the caterpillar cakes Mm. and the other ones variations that i've had they're not the same 
I'd like to just say that they do not taste the same. Mm-mm. Colin reigns supreme. However, I do not understand why M&S decided to specifically sue Aldi for when Tesco's have got a Curly the Caterpillar, Sainsbury's have got a Wiggles the Caterpillar, mm. Morrison's have got a Morris the Caterpillar, and Asda has got a Clyde the Caterpillar, and they are literally all the exact same concept it's just mm. apparently aldi's was too similar to be fair the face on aldi's does look a bit more similar but i too find it strange that they singled out that one and also mm. why now yeah what's changed well I'll, this is my conspiracy here this is a personal theory that i'm working on but i do believe it has some truth behind it and it's because m&s have gone a bit crazy with their colin the caterpillar branding mm. and they have made so many new colin based products Mm. i.e they've got colin in a jar they've got colin cookies they've got individual sold colin faces and so because they're doing all of this they don't want to have anything that's going to mess with that yeah i think you're probably right they've gone on one almost to the same extent as percy pig which is just a load of (laughs) disgustingly pink looking products don't even get me started on the percy pig mania it's just too much Mm. I do enjoy Colin though, I won't lie. I like the little oh, mini yeah. ones. Yes, they are, um, they are good. But yeah, the other ones are not the same. I have enjoyed Aldi's social media response. <laughs> hashtag free Cuthbert. I think this is a, this is not just any court case. This is hashtag free Cuthbert was probably my favourite. So good. Because I think they know that they're not really in the wrong because everybody else has kind of done it. And M&S yeah. is still making absolute bomb. Like every time I go to M&S, it's all basically sold out. Yeah. I also think this whole thing might just be a publicity stunt. I agree. Because M&S even started doing their social media as well. They've got like hashtag OG Colin posting on their Instagram that is like the original and the best. M&S don't quite do it like Aldi in terms of the banter, but it's still raising awareness. I think M&S have just kind of gone on one recently with all of their products, actually. Everything that they do, they Mm. seem to just take it really far. Over Easter, they had the hot cross buns. I love a hot cross bun, but the amount of flavour was Mm. absolutely wild. The Percy itself is crazy. I feel like we haven't Mm. talked enough about that, to be honest. Have you seen the drink? (gasps) Yes! What do you think that tastes like? I think it tastes like being a child at a bouncy castle party. You know what? I think that is what they bottled up and you know what um, we haven't discussed about the colin franchise also mm-hmm. is connie do we not think it's sexist that connie's always covered in flowers what is that all about cute though on valentine's day when they had the colin and the connie in the same bowl like they were little did you see the tweet about the office that on everyone's birthday they always turn off the lights buy a colin and then chant eat the face eat the face <laughs> <at> somebody <laughs> such a weird ritual which to be fair best bit allow yeah yeah, oh, absolutely. Quite intense. We actually need to stop this conversation because I just really want to call in the caterpillar. It is making me very hungry. We'll finish on this. Whose side are you on? I'm always going to be on Audi's side because I just love that they have no fear with any of their branding and how closely they copy names, designs yeah. and products. And then oh, yeah. just absolutely with no reservations. Whose side are you on? I want to say the same thing because I feel like if you're on the side of Audi, you're on the side of the people. If people don't want to go to M&S to buy Colin, let them have a Cuthbert. We all know it's not the same. I've seen yeah. numerous taste testing videos now, which I'm yes. here for. But I think just let Cuthbert be, you know, let him do his thing. Safe in the knowledge of his own inferiority. And also just bun any supermarket that doesn't name their Caterpillar. I saw one called Caterpillar Celebration Cake. Sorry. Oh. Who do you think you are? Oh my god. I enjoy this.
Aldi blatantly ripping off everybody else, but we still yeah. love them. Yeah, you do you, so. Aldi, hun. Oh, still always support you. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of And in Other News. We've loved having you with us again. And make sure you like and subscribe if you want to get notified when we're posting our next episode. Bye. Bye. I love the way you say subscribe. Subscribe. What do you want? <laughs> like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs>